the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. This is lovely show number 28. Can you believe it? I can. You I can? really can. Wow. Well, I didn't. I was hoping you wouldn't because I've made a better story, but I'm glad that you can believe it. I am the bow tie guy. And I am the biker chick. And we are here to try to take messes and turn them into messages. So that's the whole point of the Mess It Up podcast. And I yeah, think it's fun. It is. People tell me that they enjoy listening to us. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that more later. But um, if you're one of those people, thank you so much. Our word of the week this week, are you curious? A little bit. It's shambles. Shambles. And I thought that shambles was like a scene of great destruction or something just like, you know, something was totally messed up. Yeah. But when I looked it up, the first uh, definition that came up was slaughterhouse. Well, when my life is in shambles, I feel like I've been through a slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. All mowed down and and chewed up. I don't know. I was very stunned, which is a good yeah. thing about the word of the week. If you use the word of the week, let us know how you did it and you get bonus points. I'm going to let you assign your own bonus bonus points this week as you feel necessary. She's laughing at the way I mispronunciated bonus points and said bonus. Yeah. That is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, only yeah, because is Paul's got his radio voice on, so it's yeah. hysterical. Completely. When he's mis- mispronouncing. I always do it. Yeah. I always do it. So the one thing that people told me about last week's show was, gosh, Paul, you finally shut up. <laughs> it was amazing. Christina got to talk, so hopefully we'll get Christina talking. And here's something weird. Everybody on the show is in the same room today. I know. It was so weird last time. We haven't done so that for weird. a while. This is the first time I've recorded a show face-to-face with you in a little bit. And also, it is the um, the first time that we've recorded a show that is going to come out on time in a couple weeks. So this is just our week to be awesome. Isn't every week our week to be awesome, though? Yes, but this week we're going to do it. Oh, okay. okay. And, and every week Just we checking. do do it. We and do. I kind of say do-do. Yeah, you do. I agree with that. Um, so I, uh, I was looking at, at ideas for the show today, and uh, I came across this quote uh, that I picked up when we were at the Celebrate Recovery Summit in Lake Forest this summer. And Pastor Rick said, the most healing part of our body is our ear. When you listen to someone you love them. And I just thought, wow. I wanted to say, huh? What did you say? Ah, that would have been funny. <laughs> but it, it messed me up because I was thinking, okay, that's what we're doing on the show. Right. We're listening yeah. to each other. And it's it's so funny because I've done things in my life where I've tried to get people to pay attention to me. Right. This is the thing that's made people listen. I have more people listen to this than I had when I did my uh, video show uh, on YouTube and then read my blog and... I have two words for you. You're welcome. Hey, Mr. Christina. <laughs> yes, Mr. I work with Christina. I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, so, but that idea of listening. Yeah. And I know in recovery it's important yes. uh, to, to listen because we want to hear what someone's saying and, and the fifth step is sharing with someone. So if someone's not going to listen, it's tricky. 
Um, as part of our small group guidelines, we have you know no crosstalk, which means you need to be listening. And I know when I'm sharing, if someone's not listening, it throws me off. And just having Christina in the room with me here so I can see her nodding her head or whatever, it makes me feel better. And I felt last week when we were recording, Christina said something, and I'm nodding my head right. in my living room at yep. night with no one watching, and I'm just like... There's no communication going on there. It's not. It's hard. It's hard to have a back and forth communication with somebody when you can't see them. Yes. In my opinion, I've learned that through this podcast is I can listen with my ears on a telephone call, but to actually have the full range of communication to see somebody's facial expressions, you know, to see what they're doing, they're nodding, they're, you know, how attentive they are actually listening makes a big difference. Yeah. And, and it it makes a difference in what I'm willing to say because I, I read their buy-in. So if they're, if I get more buy-in from them, I'm going to go deeper into my basement than, than I will otherwise. Absolutely. I had a conversation with a person today and they wouldn't make eye contact with me. Mm-hmm. Now, they sought me out. If you, if you need to find me, this is, I guess, stalker alert here. Um, I, I have a little office that I set up at Starbucks pretty much every day during the week. And I go in there and I drink coffee and I work on my book. And I've been working diligently. I've been getting some, some pages in. You're amazing. And my secret's out. So now people come and find me. Right. And I, it's funny because I do the whole Godfather thing. I sit in the back of Starbucks with my back to the wall in the corner. Be, there's several reasons. One reason, that's where the best electricity is. I don't have to go plug it into some weirdness. I don't have to share a big long table with a bunch of hipsters. It just lets me have my own little zone there. Also, it is the table that's the farthest from the air conditioners. And I don't know if anybody knows this about Starbucks, but they keep it like Arctic cold, like negative eight degrees Kelvin in Starbucks so that they can sell hot coffee all the time. And it's nice for the hot coffee, but it's cold if you're there all day like I am, which maybe that's the whole point. (laughs) I move along, partner. Um, But anyhow, I'm sitting in the back doing my godfather thing and I see people walk through the front door being the ADD uh, guy that I am and and being the codependent that I am. I need to know who walks through the door. I also need to watch the drive-through. So I sit on the side with the drive-through. But I'll look up and I'll see people look around for me and then they'll like see me and I can see their body go from a leaning forward position to leaning back and like give me the bro nod and then come over. And I'm always happy to see people. But... It's like, oh, I just started writing and here comes my friend. And they sit down and they talk. Literally, I've had the same friend come talk to me six days in a row. That's every day last week and today, which is a Monday. Nice. For like two hours. Wow. Now, this is a friend from childhood that I lost track of. And and we we had, uh, when I had my legal issues, most of my friends jumped on the I'm out of here train. and, And he's the only one that's come back. So I'm happy to do it. Right. But then after he got up one day, another person sat down yeah. and there's another half an hour. And then it's like, I, I feel like Lucy and I need to put a little sign out. The doctor is in and, and just cl- start collecting nickels. Um, but I just, I love having the people. So I don't get as much work done, but the whole point is people listening. Yes. People talking. Right. People sharing. And so my, well, I'm not going to say it was, but a, a person came in and sat down today and they wouldn't look me in the eye. And I kept on moving my body and like trying to get eye contact with them. Right. And they just wouldn't look at me. Now, they had called me. They said, hey, Paul, are you at Starbucks? Yes. Okay, I'm coming down. I need your help. 
I need your help, Paul. I'm coming down to interrupt you. Great, come on down. They come down and then they wouldn't even give me the courtesy of eye contact when I'm trying to help them. It's like, holy mattress, you got to fix this. Well, and it's interesting what it says about that person more than it does about you. Because typically, I was saying a lot about me, sister. If you could know, see me on their closed circuit TV. <laughs> typically, when they will make eye contact, that's an insecurity on their end. Yes. And this is something that I've known this person for my whole life. Yeah. And this is something that they've always done. And it's always driven me kind of nuts. Right. Uh, but it's just, it, it's super duper frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Completely. So, uh, where do you get, how do you get people to listen to you if you need them to listen? I, I, I scream. Have, okay. I'm just kidding. Ah. I'm just kidding. Sort of. That's my kids. I try not to, but, um, I don't know that you can make a person listen who doesn't want to listen. I'm pretty sure you can't, but that doesn't stop me from trying. Yeah. I don't know that I even try. Oh, really? Oh, I mean, I'm not as self-secure as that. Yeah. I don't, I don't. The only one who I want to listen to me that is difficult is my husband, but I think that's kind of normal sometimes. Outside of that, in my children, I can't think of anybody who I want to forcefully, you know, nicely, forcefully make listen to me or really am concerned about them listening to me. Yeah. When, Do you I, have there, examples? There's two phases in my life. Okay. Two, two time frames that I was in. Before I went to, to jail, my whole MO was I will be right and you will acknowledge that I'm right. That's what I was all about. I needed... I can see that. Yeah. I needed to be the one that was right and I needed you to acknowledge it. Yeah. Now, I don't need to be right. I love to be right, but yeah, I don't you do. need it. Yeah, you do. What I need is I need for you to hear me yeah. and just acknowledge that you've heard me. Some of my best friends, we have hours-long conversations that end in disagreement and begin in disagreement and have disagreement all the way through, but we're agreeably disagreeable. Do you so, know that's not very common? I do know that's not very common. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, the whole world is not like that no, sunshiny no. little place that you were just talking about. Yeah. I love that place. I do too. It, I can do that forever. I have yeah. my friend Jordan. Jordan's listening right now. Jordan and I diametrically opposed on politics, but we will talk politics for hours yeah. because he loves to hear my perspective. Right. I love to hear his perspective. Right. Uh, I was a... Uh, planned on being a career public school teacher. And my wife is a retired public school teacher. So we believe in public school. I shared a ride with a friend uh, a year and a half ago who was homeschooled. Right. We had a great discussion about homeschooling. We should do that one day. And she was the first person who ever said something to me that wasn't militant or derogatory or putting down and saying how horrible public school was. Right. She talked about some benefits of public school. I was like, oh my gosh, you are so right. I have never seen that perspective because no one has ever had that dialogue. And I loved doing that. That was just a great thing. And, And because she listened to me, because I listened to her, we knew that we loved each other. Right. Because Jordan listens to me. Yes. I know that he loves me. He knows that I love him. I have, um... I have some very harsh stances that I take in my own personal life 
and they are for my own personal life, the way that I choose to parent, the way I choose to um, make some other uh, hot topic choices in my life. And I would say 99.9% of the people that I run into, I cannot have conversations with about those things because they're not, I don't know if it's a security issue in them or what it is, but they can't have those conversations without getting their feathers ruffled. There is a cousin of mine, her and I love having these conversations, love them. It's that same thing. We don't agree on everything. We agree on some things. We don't on others, but I respect the fact that she has an understanding to her knowledge Mm -hmm. base. She's like, no, I've researched it. I've looked at this. I have, you know, opposing reasons because of these things and can eloquently have a discussion about it without the passionate aggression behind it. Right. And, um, I love that. I, I love that more than anything. I love being able to disagree with somebody gently and, and respectfully. And, you know, that's the thing that I see. It's, I mean, we're right here as we record this, we are about a week away from election day mm-hmm. and the rancor that becomes our political forums is just it's horrible. I just, I can't stand it. I used to be a huge political junkie and I just had to stop watching everything because I couldn't stand it from either side of the aisle. Right. Don't yell at me. Don't yell at that person. Right. The louder you are, the wronger you usually are. Right. And so you try to be right by being louder. Yeah, that I'm not doesn't impressed work. by that. I'm right. impressed by show me something you yeah. know, and, and, and be kind. So I think humility speaks, speaks volumes and it takes a humble person to step back and go, okay. It's okay to disagree. Yeah. It's okay not to see the we same. We have to. It's healthy. But absolutely. There's a lot of beautiful things that come out of disagreement and from different perspectives and all of that. Um, and so I, th- I think it's great to see that. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that we don't see it more. Yeah. And the one thing that we're not going to disagree on is, is Jesus. Word. Yeah, and not just word, but song, because that's going to be our song of the week. Is um, We've got uh, from the band Unspoken, this is a song called Just Give Me Jesus. Mm. And uh, I'm going to let you listen to a little bit of that. We'll be back on the other side of the break to tell you what we think. Fantastic. Just give me Jesus. There's nothing I desire that can't be found in my plans this house I built on troubled sand if I gained the world it would never be it could never be enough just give me Jesus just give me Jesus there's All the lies I believed in All I 
welcome back. That was unspoken with just give me Jesus. And uh, there's a lot that I like about every song, but this song doesn't catch me at the beginning. At the beginning, I almost tune out. And I'm guessing that you probably know where it hooks me in. At the chorus. chorus. Yeah, when the choir comes in and I can see the robes and I can see the hands clapping and the people going. Yes. And it just, I get so distracted and I want so much stuff. And this is a perfect reminder. Clear it all away. Yeah. I'm doing hand motions with my hands here, people. Sorry, you can't he's see. swimming. I'm swimming. And just give me Jesus. Just that's, that's it. I don't, don't need the rest of the nonsense. Don't need the glitz. Don't need the glam. Give me Jesus. Wouldn't it be neat if we actually like rested in the fact that you're everything I've ever needed? That's it. Just Jesus. And I still keep looking for that better job, that newer phone, that louder stereo, that bigger TV screen. That validation. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me how good I am. Yes. Please listen to my podcast so I can see the statistics and know that I'm good. Yeah. Yep. It, I, I didn't used to be here with this concept. No. But in the last year or so, I'm going there more often. Now, I don't live there. I have a vacation home there. And I love to go get there and relax, but then sometimes I have to get away from my vacation and get back to the real world and take charge for myself and fail until I can go on vacation again. Right. But I, I can say that where this became clear to me was when I started writing the book. Hmm. And when Kayla said, it's not your job to make people read it. It's your job to write it. God will take care of that. And I was like, ah, and that's when I... That's when I really, for the first time, really, honestly, truly, for an extended period in my life, trusted Jesus before I hoped that Jesus would come through. Just like when I was watching the baseball game, I hoped that my team would win. Right. But I didn't trust it. Right. And now I trust it. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know how it's going to look, but I trust. And, and so I'm, I'm there way more often than I used to be. Still, like I said, not there all the time, but way more often than I used to be. That's, and that's awesome. a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel not as stressed. It, 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 it relieves all that tension from me. It makes it so that my life is not in a shambles all the time, which yeah. is where it was. And I, I don't always realize how much it is. Without going back and looking. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm not a one-stepper. You know, I love my one-step friends and I have lots of one-step friends. But I need to have, I need to do more work. I need to right. spend more time in it. I need to be focused and purposeful and intentional about the things. Because God saved me, but he didn't just, it's not like he just put a battery in me and just put me on the floor to see where I'd go. You know, he's, he's keeping up with me and it's a conversation. It's like, Hey God, here's what I'm doing now. Okay, cool. Now try this. So I, I don't know. I guess everything just, it comes back to that listening ear. And this is like a really, for me, a really good theme on the show with the shambles, the listening ear and the just give me Jesus. 
And I didn't plan. Did, oh, I was like, did you do that? On I did not. I did not. Here, here's honestly. Do you want to know how I made this show? How, here's how I wrote this show. Give it to me. I went to the interwebs and I typed in word of the day. And so today the word of the day was shambles. And I was like, oh, I like that. That's pretty good. Then I went to iTunes to find a song and I went genres, Christian and gospel. And I hit the A-list and I just spun it yep. and started looking through. I was like, oh, just give me Jesus. That's a nice one. Let's do that. Nice. And then I looked on my iPad for show ideas and I got this one and back in what, August. Right. Thank isn't you, it, Jesus. I was going to say, isn't it cool to see God's handiwork behind the scenes when nothing makes sense and it all seems random, yet God has a way of pulling it all together? I used to be such a huge believer in coincidence yeah. and happenstance. And now I'm not, I, I'm not a believer in the micromanaging puppet master God, but I am a believer that he's got it under control and there's purpose and reason in everything that happens and he... He orchestrates it in a way that I can't understand or explain. Exactly. So it's not puppet mastering, but it's still orchestrating at the same right. time. It's like, I don't really think God cares what I have for dinner. You know, if I'm like, wow, should I have hot dogs or should I have, you know, whatever. I'm pretty sure God doesn't want me to have the bowl I'm of pretty donuts sure. that I want. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I don't really think he is in the middle of that yeah. personally, but I think when we're together and we're talking about things that impact his kingdom... He definitely has a plan in that. Wherever two or more. Yeah. Yes. So if I'm alone, he's not there. God does not love us when we're alone. God, he, always, he betrays always, us. He leaves us there. It's like never, ever get stranded in the forest by yourself because unless you find a squirrel, you're you're hopeless. Yeah. yeah right. That's why yeah. I've always laughed when anybody says that. And I've really just got to look into what that scripture truly means, like historically why it was written, yeah. what the, the oomph behind it is. Because I do. My sarcastic brain always goes to so if i'm gathered by myself what is god doing there but yes he's encouraging us to be with people there's no such thing as a loner or a lone wolf ah yeah i'm not quite sure about the look on your face when you god, said that so god, i don't know. god created us <laughs> to be in community with each other and with him that was our he whole did. purpose and i was talking to um i was talking to a friend of mine today and I'm kind of pulling back and isolating in a lot of different ways. And um, she shared her story of what that looked like when she did the same thing and how it was the roughest year of her life when she had pulled back all of those ties mm -hmm. with people and did it on her own. And so the point of her sharing that was she was trying to encourage me to catch it now. People see it, don't do it come back to the group of us that, that love us, that love you and, and don't pull away because it's going to be the worst decision that you made. Right. Well, and I need my tribe. Yeah, I do. And I do too. The, the thing that historically has always been done, you banish people when they're bad, you banish them. Well, I just like to define who my tribe is. I don't need God's input on who needs to be around me right now. Uh -huh. I'm going to pick and choose. Uh -huh the few people I can tolerate for the moment and allow you to be in my life. Aw, and here I am with you, so that means I'm we have on the a, in club. We have a podcast. It's obligation. 
I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> man, right here on the <laughs> internet, my face just sank. You might have heard it hit the ground there. That was that was my face. But yeah. in all honesty, during that same conversation, this friend of mine pointed out that she could see how I was pulling away and putting guards up in day-to-day life. And she's like, but there's a beauty in your vulnerability. And those are my words summarizing hers, but there's a beauty in your vulnerability when I get on the podcast Yeah. and being able to let down my guard and just have the conversation. And that's partly you. That's being able to have those conversations feeling like, I know I'm in a safe place. You're kind of going to dig like you did last show and ask, you know, Hey, I don't want you laying all your dirty laundry out, but what's going on? Yeah. And, um, so yeah, you're part of my tribe. I think that, um, the, the, the safety in being here is I wish that I could not be me so that I could just experience what it's like because that's the thing. I'm, I'm the kind of person when someone says, hey, I listened to your show. I liked it. I'm not going to be like, thanks. I'm like, tell me what you liked. And they're like, well, I, that's awkward. I was like, no, I want to keep doing what you like and I want to avoid the things you don't like. And the, I mean, it's not even close. The thing that people tell me is the conversation. They just feel like they're there with us talking. And, yeah. and for me, it's great. It's just, I mean, this is like our free psychotherapy. It really is. You know, and we're just letting you people join in. Right. Yeah. And, and, but that's what I love is that we can just be in a conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't register that there's hundreds, potentially thousands and millions one millions day. All over Europe. Listening on the other end of this microphone, it is a very intimate conversation between you and I. Right. You know, in our fancy studio. Very fancy. The studio today is my dining room table. Right. Yeah. So it's literally like a, a couch conversation. Yeah. And, and I love that. And when you, the first thing I thought of when you're trying to ask those people, what do you like about it? Well, I like you about it. I like you being you mm. and not trying hard to be anything else. Yeah. And so I want to encourage you to stop asking that question uh, and just be you Yeah. because that's what people like. That's why they come to listen is because they love us. Now Paul. you're not speaking about the radio voice, are you? No. Because I love the radio voice. I know you do <laughs> and you're great at it, but it makes me laugh because I know it's not. You. Not me. Yes. Yep. When I was at Starbucks, people always used to say, you should be on the radio. I said, why? My face? But up bum Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I'm looking at the old clock on the wall and uh, it tells me that if we stop this show really soon here, it'll be a reasonably length, length, the, the show. Length the show will be a reasonable length. Yes. Um, so unlike the last ones, well, we, sometimes we go long we do. because we like to talk, we like to share and, and that's part of it, uh, as well. Um, but I do want to let people know how to get a hold of us because I mean, you heard how I did this show. I got on the internet and I had to look for my own word of the week. People help me out, you know, throw a brother a bone and, and send me an email at info at messituppodcast.com. Give us a word of the week. Give us a song of the week. Or just say, hey, I've got a story. I've got a mess. And it's a message that people need to hear. Because you might not think that people need to hear it. But they do. They do. They, They need it desperately. They'll know by the power of our testimony 
Absolutely. We are the Jesus in their life and you are the Jesus in someone's life. And if you keep it to yourself, you're being greedy, you're being selfish, and you're gonna get coal in your stocking from Santa Claus. So don't do that. Share your story, send it to us. If you don't wanna share it with everybody here at the, uh, the Mess It Up podcast staff, you can send it directly to me by emailing bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. And as soon as Christine is done laughing, I can't. That's the funniest thing yeah. you've said all night. <laughs> or you can email me if you don't want Paul to read it, because that's what it boils down to, guys. <laughs> you can email me at bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. Wow, she just pulled the curtain back on the whole Wizard of Oz for us here, you know? We like to make it sound like there's a whole staff of people, you know? We've got minions, don't we? No. No. No, yeah. we don't. Yeah. We've got well, me and you. we got funions. No, no, we don't, but it'd be nice if we did. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right. Well, that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your finance. Hey, uh, if you didn't check it out last week, last week was the first show that I put a little Easter egg in there. Uh, go back and take a listen to last week's show. Listen all the way through. If you can tell me what the Easter egg is in last week's show, send it to me at message. Uh, Paul, who, who am I? You are Bowtie Guy. Send it to me at Bowtie Guy at messituppodcast.com and. I will send you a $5 Starbucks card for the first person who finds the Easter egg in last week's show. So thanks for listening. We will see you next time when we mess it up. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.